You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Hour number two, the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Jake Seeley, Frank Stample, Cam Stewart. Frank will be back in a moment. He had to take care of some business. Some special kind of business. <laughs> As Cam and I hold it down for you. Get you ready for week 12 of fantasy football season. Recapping week o- Oh, wait. Well, basically, I was about to say week 11. We did that a long time ago. We were recapping Thanksgiving Day for everybody. If you missed it, download the app, iTunes, Google Play, which you could be listening to us right now if you're on the go. Well, as Nando would say, in the pocket of your khakis. Cam, are you one of those people that you kind of, like, walk around with your phone and, like, have the earpiece in all the time so people can't bother you and talk to you? Because I, I like that idea. I don't like to talk to people like random strangers. No, I know, Jake, I, I, I'm telling you, when it comes to technology, it's absolutely brutal. I don't even – I keep my phone basically in the back of my pants. I, I've lost three phones in the last probably about eight months. Uh, uh, when I take cabs, they always follow it. And I like your attitude. I should use an earpiece a hell of a lot more so I don't have to deal with people. <laughs> but uh, I just tend to be out there, and you know what I mean? If some guy comes up to, and wants to chat or, you know, we talk about horse picks or, or, or football bets or whatever, and that's the thing, man. You meet a lot of these stragglers walking down the street they must see you on tv hey jake can i get some fantasy advice i say tell me about the list so yeah i know you get that all the time and uh we still get it too usually usually at the bar when people are drunk but uh yeah they really love football picks and fantasy picks and all that stuff but no i'm an idiot i should i should use a, a, an earpiece a lot more but i just don't i don't know why I no don't. it's like the old saying you know the, there was that saying where it's uh, better for somebody to think you're stupid than open your mouth and confirm so, you know what that is that saying whatever <laughs> exactly. it was like that's kind of how i am with the the ear piece thing is like instead of like people just assume I'm a jerk because I have the earpiece in and I'm one of those people but it's actually because I'm a jerk I just don't really want to talk to you well I'm, je- I'm jealous of you because I see when I see you guys on the show and I see the lists and I used to work with Mayo too and like you know what I mean I just I, the one thing I've noticed from our, our the generation gap like Marenzi and I sure we could log on the computer and do whatever you know hook up the, the camera and do a couple podcasts video casts or whatever but just how fast you guys are on the computer just cutting everything and it's just bad Baffles me. Like when we grew up, it was like it wasn't like that stuff. But man, I'm telling you, just watching these guys in, in this in this office slice and dice and edit, it's so damn quick. It's like a Ginsu, and they're chopping up and putting <laughs> stuff up on video that I, before I could log on. And I know you're the you're the same type of guy. Like you're you're savvy that way. I'm not quite as good as Pat. Pat, Pat was definitely that guy. The sh- that that. guy's Although, fast, fast, fast. He's all as fast as he was. He was still there till like seven o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and then would go home for three hours and come back. Exactly. Yeah, I know you're committed to it, and and that's the thing about this business. It's tough, you know. We got we got girlfriends and stuff like that. Like I have to tell my girlfriend the other day, I'm going, hey, I'm going on the the fantasy show, and then we got Red Heat and Rage. I'm like, I actually have to watch this Giants game, baby. Like, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> one of those one of those situations. So it's cool if you have a girlfriend who understands. Like, on the, we actually are more of a Monday to Friday couple, and then on the weekends, I get to get to do all my sports betting and stuff like that. She's cool that way, and I'll tell you, uh, Jake, a lot of relationships will end because most women aren't cool that way no it's 100 hey and my parents are cool i was actually allowed to sit at the table enough to see to face the tv because they understood i gotta keep an eye on the tv to know what's going exactly. on so i can talk about it so my parents are cool i haven't found the girl that's cool yet they're working on that's that. t- right, we're tough, buddy. it's taken me a long time <laughs> we're gonna come back we're gonna dive into more from week 12 and some more fun this hour it's jake and cam joined back by frank in a minute
The sharpest fantasy sports minds are now available 24-7 straight from your mobile device. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and listen live or on demand to the finest tips, strategies, and advice from your favorite fantasy personalities. It's free and available for both iOS and Android devices. Your life isn't slowing down, so why should your fantasy sports? Head to FNTSY.com slash radio and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app today. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Frenzy. Jake Seeley, Frank Stanfield, Cam Stewart. Now getting you ready for week 12 after we discuss Thanksgiving and the Thanksgiving games and Christmas nonsense. And we're going to do some of that this hour too. But starting to look ahead going forward. Going to do some quick fire because we got less than an hour and we want to hit a bunch of the topics to get you ready. Although if you tune in, make sure 9 to 1 Sunday morning. Line up, lock, lock. All right. Like I said. Not rapid-fire, rapid-fire answers, but rapid-fire is we're going to basically do, like, one topic per team, so to speak, Frank. Doug Martin, the muscle hamster. He's benchable at this point, is he not? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, this is where you, you try to rank, um, you try to value touches over matchup and opportunity with other guys. This is a, a topic that we, we come across in BFFs a lot, and, you know, people on YouTube asking us, how do we rank a guy who's going to get a lot of volume at the running back position over someone else who might be in a timeshare but has a better matchup. And I think we're starting to see that, you know, even though Doug Martin's getting 18 to 20 touches per game, I mean, the offensive line play there has not been great on football outsiders. They do a good job of, you know, uh, ranking the offensive lines throughout the season. And they have the Buccaneers as the 23rd run-blocking team in the NFL right now. So he's not getting a lot of space to run. Looks even when he does, he's just running into the back of his offensive line. So, I mean, just because he's getting... The, the volume, I don't think that he has to be started. I think he's a flex running back at best. And this is how we're going to do the quick fire portion of it. Do you disagree, Cam, or move on no, to the next? Uh, no, I, I agree 100%. No touchdowns for this guy either. It doesn't matter how many carries. Sorry, muscle hamster. Uh, he's, he's, he's benched. <laughs> All right. How about Tevin Coleman? It sounds for everything. Um, like it obviously could change today, but it sounds like Devontae Freeman is going to be out for another week. Expected a lot of Tevin Coleman last week, especially. And this is what I said to the people on, on Target, which is Chris Beanie and Joe Pizzapia. This is what I said, Cam. If I told you before that game that Tevin Coleman was going to get 21 touches, would you have said, hey, only one of them is going to be receiving, and two, he isn't going to get close to 100 yards? Yeah, that, that's insane, and uh, not a lot of production in that Seattle game, guys, but I love the matchup against Yar, the Buccaneers. We talked about the muscle hamster benching. Well, you know what? Tevin Coleman, this guy is going to be on fire, and despite, you know, the numbers against Seattle, 20 for 43, still 40 carries in the last two games. He's going to have a huge week and three touchdowns in his last three. I love the matchup against the Bucs. Uh, the, the Atlanta Falcons kind of got their mojo back, so, yeah, I expect big things from Tevin Coleman, guys. All right, back to you, Frank. Do you disagree, or can we continue? Uh, no, I'm cool with that. I-, I like him this week. I have him inside my, my top 20 at the running back position. I think I it's a pretty good matchup. you agreed. I just said, do you, do you disagree or not? <laughs> just add to it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> a tight ship. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. All right, we kind of alluded to it before, especially, and this is a nice setup that it's coming back to you, Frank. It was the droppable of 
Dak, Dak Prescott with Corey Coleman. Let's talk about specifically Corey Coleman. Comes out in his first game back, first game back against the worst possible matchup in the league in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Has a big day. Is he gone from, eh, you got to be a little bit hesitant about bringing him back to now because he showed up against Jacksonville. He is a must start for your team. I wouldn't say must start yet. To me, must start is a, a top 24 wide receiver. I don't have him ranked that way. I think he's a very strong wide receiver three play, uh, high-end wide receiver three. I love what I saw last week. And, you know, See, well, hold on. I want to ask you about that because I consider uh, – I just want to get kind of like your theory behind it. It's like okay. I consider a, top, a must start like top 35 because it's wide receiver three. Everybody, all, everybody started three wide receivers, and if everybody started three, that means probably inside the top 45 – just because you probably have some teams that own like three guys inside the top 24. So how come top 24 for you and not top 35? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I think it's just the way that uh, the way that I look at it. I think it's kind of like a perspective thing. Uh, I know nope. a lot of people play with two wide receivers as well. I, I in all the leagues that I play in, I play in three wide receivers. So I guess maybe that's something that we should you know talk about moving forward. Uh, maybe it should be like top 30, top 35. But I usually look at the top 24 as like okay, these are like must start guys. When I say must start, I think you know these That's are fair. guys with the you know the best matchups, the guys who have the most opportunity. Corey Coleman. I mean, as much as I like him, he still has Deshaun Kaiser throwing him the ball. So I mean, I think for those reasons, uh, that's why I look at it. But uh, it's a good question. I think you know you can ask ten uh, fantasy analysts, probably get like you know ten different answers of why they they view it that way. But that's just how why I look at top twenty four as must start. But it's a good question. All right. Hey, Cam, same game. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on Coleman. I like the 11 targets versus Jacksonville. Despite not being around for a while, he's going to go to a more. I know Kaiser, he makes a lot of mistakes, but still the volume's going to be there. I think it's a big, uh, solid matchup against Cincinnati in the Battle of Ohio. I, guys, I really, really like uh, Coleman a lot. Like, I'm, I, I think he's going to have a huge, huge week, and I think you got to start him. Yeah, I like it, Cam. That's where I'm at. All right, so... On the same topic of this game, Joe Mixon, can you actually put him on the bench going against the Cleveland Browns' stout run defense? Yeah, I think you can put Mixon on the bench, guys. Look at this. The Browns, despite how – see, this is the thing. The Browns are like a bad football team, but you said it. Their run defense is awesome. They stop everybody, and that score against Jacksonville was not indicative. When Mixon played these guys, he was held to 29 yards on 17 carries in week four, and the Browns' defense, to me, guys, seems to be getting more stout. The only problem with Mixon is he still gets you a couple touchdowns in his last three games, but uh, for me – I like mixing in college, but put him on the bench in the Battle of Ohio. Sorry, Joe. Time for a seat. Uh, you agree here? I'll even what give you, you a little bit of leeway, Frank. You can, you can, Frank, if you want to add to it. I actually, I have him inside my top twenty-four, so I guess that makes oh, him. Oh, oh, hey, hey. We got to agree on something, guys. That's what it's all about in this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can't all all agree on the list, but mixing could burn you, man. Maybe this is the week. He goes off, and the touchdown factor still scares me. But yeah, I don't know, Frank. Tell, tell us why you're sold on Mixon. Yeah, we'll not, necess- not necessarily <laughs> sold, but I think it's just the the uh, the running back landscape this week. I mean, Adrian Peterson going up against you're the wrong. Jaguars, Alex Collins going up against the Houston Texans. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have tougher matchups. Crowell in that same game. I'm not going to use him over a Joe Mixon. I'm not going to use Jamal Williams against Pittsburgh either. So I mean, I have him as a low end RB two, but there's just a lot of guys that don't have good matchups this week. Yeah. 
That's fair. All right, well, you know what? That leads perfectly into we're going to spill over to a game and come back to football talk. But here's a one question of the game. It's something that Nando loves to do. It's fantasy fear factor. You know what it is, Frank. Yep. All right, so here are your three choices. You have to pick one of these, Cam. One of these three is something you have to do. Frank already understands. We played with him, so I'll let you go for Frank. These are your three choices. You have to bet and put money on the fact that Julio Jones tops 100 yards and scores a touchdown this week. Okay? Okay. Number two, you have to have three bears in all of your fantasy lineups this week. Your third choice, every meal today is leftover Thanksgiving food without the gravy or being reheated. Oh, number three is definitely out. (laughs) (laughs) I hate cold food. Um, Especially that turkey. So dry. Yeah. No gravy. I'll probably go with Julio Jones, I guess, but I mean that tells you everything you I need to you, know. You have, you have to put five hundred dollars down on Julio Jones topping a hundred yards and a touchdown. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll throw I'll throw down the five hundred dollars, man. Betting man, uh, you know. But uh, man, that, that's that's a tough one. I mean, I'm trying to come up with three bears in my head right now. Jordan Howard's a lock. Tariq Cohen, I guess you could do it. The Eagles have given up some receptions to running backs. And then Adam Shaheen, if you wanted to, at the tight end position. I'll go with Julio Jones. I'll put $500 on Julio Jones. All right, Cam. That's up your ass. Oh, I'm, I'm going. I'm going with. I'm going with number three, Jake. I'm all. I'm all in. I don't care how cold it is. I'm starving right now. I'll eat stuffing for breakfast. Sign me up with the food. And can I have? Can I have mayo instead of gravy? Because I'll tell you, a Wonder Bread sandwich with leftover turkey and some Hellman's. Mm-mm-mm. I'll even do the Miracle Whip. Give me number three. I love Thanksgiving leftovers. I don't care if they're cold. I'll eat anything. I'll eat steel titanium. You guys haven't seen me around here. Uh, they call me the Garburator. I like eating leftover people's lunches. That's what I do. <laughs> you said, do you put lettuce on it? That's like what my mom does. She does the cold turkey with mayo, lettuce on Wonder Bread. Like her oh, yeah. It, it's with Wonder Bread, lettuce, tomato, uh, tons of mayo. Sign me up, buddy. A little salt and pepper. Uh. Ding, ding, ding. What, what, Party's what, on, you Jake. Said, you said you really want the mayo. What if I took the mayo away so it's all Ooh. dry again? So, I, so I, can't, I can't have a topping? No, it has to be dry turkey. Uh, I'll still eat it. I'll, yeah, I, I, I eat anything. No, I, I like dry turkey, but I prefer it moist. Do you just you really just don't trust Julio to top 100 yards to the touchdown against even not, in this matchup? A gravy not matchup? guaranteed, but no yeah, no. But honestly, that that was answer number two. Julio Jones should go off against the Buccaneers, but uh, I just like the food aspect of your question. See, <laughs> are you a leftover guy, Frank? I'm a huge leftover guy. Yes, yes, but I prefer my leftovers, uh, you know, heated up. He, he did. He did. Okay. Uh, see, I will do. This is what you go. I got, I'll give you the one right before the break. You go get a potato roll. You put the turkey, gravy, stuffing, a little bit of sweet potatoes on it, and that's how you eat the sandwich the next day. And that's Amazing. Delicious. Yeah, that's how you do it, guys. Full throttle, like a ten-game parlay. Throw everything in there. <laughs> Speaking of Yarr. parlay, that's actually. <laughs> That's going to be another one we're going to have later on as we continue. You also have some Christmas themes. Let's see if you can guess some more things instead of the games, like movies and music. We'll see how well you do Christmas. Yeah. Fancy football frenzy continues. Get you ready for week 12. Have some more fun with you guys because it's Black Friday. So don't go anywhere. We're here until 11 a.m. Eastern for you folks. It's Jake. I almost said Joe. Jake, Frank, and Cam. Hunter Henry. Sterling Shepard. Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out. 
just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the home of champions, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. Uh, we're about to say on target. Fancy football frenzy. Jake Seeley, Frank Stanfield, Cam Stewart. You know what? I think half of Stone Cold's success was this song. Like, that, that just really helped him. If it was not for the song, I don't think he would have been as popular, Frank. Yeah, the glass shattering was just iconic. You knew that like some beers were getting drank when that glass shattered. You know, some asses were being kicked as soon as that music hit. <laughs> exactly. Like, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like you can't. And when, if you ever, rarely he did, but you ever rush down to the ring to help somebody else or do something else or get involved in something that he wasn't involved with, it's just there's nothing that matches that. Like to say, like all of a sudden, out of the blue, you're just sitting there, you're not expecting it, and then that, gra- that like you said, the glass crashing, and then all of a sudden that music hits. It's just it's Rest- wrestling, it's guys. It's a little too PG right now. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I don't want to sound old again, but it's all fun and games, and we, we I miss the Attitude Era and the hijinks and the great skits, and even before that, we don't see any foreign objects anymore, no blinding dust, <laughs> no hot managers. You know, it's just a, uh, it's just one of those things that I think wrestling right now it's kind of it's a little bit too safe. I think we got to blow well, it up. Again, you're close boys. enough to Buffalo. You see the Buffalo Bills games? They're throwing foreign objects on the field all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're lighting people on fire and they're going through tables. That's a good, good yeah. point. Yeah, you don't need That's wrestling. You could just go to a Buffalo Bills tailgate <laughs> and you can watch some matches there. Good, you good point. Yeah, you guys are bringing up excellent field, points. Excellent points. Pixel that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> How about this, Frank? Let's go back to a little bit of rapid fire for week 12 here. Is this the week that Corey Davis finally has his breakout game? I mean, it should be on paper, right? But I feel like we've been saying that. But this, this is a great matchup. We saw, you know, I mentioned earlier with Antonio Brown and, and Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, the Titans secondary has been shredded a lot. Uh, I mean, the, the Colts secondary has been shredded a lot this year. So we know that they've dealt with injuries. Um, but uh, it's hard to trust him. He hasn't done it yet. I, we're living on the upside, uh, the potential of a Corey Davis. I, I think he's, you know, he's in that Corey Coleman range for me. He's, you know, a top 36 wide receiver. Um, but... I guess that... But that doesn't mean must start. That's not must start for me, no. <laughs> yeah. You got, you, no, no, it's great. No, that's the thing we've been talking about. It Like 28 yards, 48, 3 for 27 versus Pittsburgh. Love him in college still. These numbers are pretty pretty pedestrian. Uh, Jake, Frank, I can tell you, I like Richard Matthews better as the, as the number one option. So, uh, you know what? I'm not buying all in. I love Corey Davis. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. But, uh, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's kind of a leap, leap of faith, and I'm not ready to make it right now. I'm with you on Rashard right, Matthews, too. Yeah, everybody just keeps wanting to push him aside for Corey Davis. Well, let's say in the same game, Cam, T.Y. Hilton, two of his big three games at home. The other one was on the road in a dome against a similar miserable secondary in the Houston Texans. Is this the fourth big week for T.Y. Hilton? 
Yeah, I love T.Y. Hilton this week. And, uh, hey, the Colts are playing better football. J- Jacoby Brissett starting to figure it out a bit. And you, wanna, you know when T.Y. Hilton goes off, he goes off close to 200 yards and two touchdowns against the Texans. I'm not sure if we're going to get there, guys, but I could see a touchdown on 100-plus yards. So I'm all in with T.Y. I think Indianapolis hangs around in this game, too, and scores points. Should be a track meet. Both teams are going to score a lot. Yeah, I agree Greg, with that. Disagree. I, I have him inside my top 12 this week at wide receiver, so yeah, I'm, I'm certainly buying in. I will say the first time he played the Tennessee Titans this year, uh, he had just four targets, one catch for 19 yards, so yeah. that, that does scare me a little bit based on you know that track record of that game, uh, but the Titans secondary has given up some big plays, and like you mentioned, it's so weird with the splits uh, with, with T.Y. Hilton this year, but he, he is getting it done at home. All right, well then, stay, go back to these Bills. Is there any other appeal on this team, Frank, besides LaShawn McCoy? I think Charles Clay is sneaky, especially with Tyrod Taylor in there and and Kelvin Benjamin banged up. Uh, I was reading some stuff today already from some Bills beat writers that they don't know if Kelvin Benjamin is going to play. He's not practicing today. So I I think that's trending towards a no. Uh, So I think Charles Clay is right on that cusp of being, you know, a startable tight end, especially with uh, Tyrod in there. I I I like Tyrod, too. I don't think it's a bad matchup for him, but I I don't think he's a must start yet. It's really just McCoy, I would say, for the Bills. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys because I got some fantasy questions too, and uh, I got a banged up receiving core. Two studs around. What about Zay Jones? Is it even worth a look, or is that just stupid? You know that uh, the Kansas City uh, secondary can be shredded, and he, he is playing a little bit better recently. He might be the only two the go to receiver right there. Tyrod Taylor is going to be pissed after being benched. Maybe Buffalo comes with something. Uh, I would. Say, I'll, I'll let you. This is Frank. Is this this is isn't the Bills your team, Frank? No, no, that's Florio. I'm, I'm a Jets guy, oh, okay. unfortunately. Oh, so you're both yeah, that's all right. the other person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, you're close enough. Yeah, that's your best bud anyway. But you know what? Real quick before you answer the Zay Jones thing, how come Florio's not doing the best friends forever with you? Um, so Nando planned this that he wanted everyone to have at least one day off between Thanksgiving and Black yeah. Friday. So when's Florio, when's Florio doing his thing? Or did he already do it yesterday? He, he was producing uh, yesterday. So that's why he's not uh, here today. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So yeah, there you go, Zay Jones. You can still answer anyway. Answer for answer for Florio. I think it's a sneaky play. I mean, the targets have been there two straight games with at least seven targets. I was at, I was actually at that Thursday night game against the Jets. Uh, Cam, your your guy Gabe Morenci is absolutely oh, nuts. Oh, you met you, you met Morenci, did you? <laughs> oh God, yes, I met him. I met him for sure. That was that was a good time. Uh, but we got to see Zay Jones's first uh, first career touchdown. I think he's a sneaky play. The Chiefs giving up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers, and if Kelvin Benjamin doesn't go, they got to throw it to somebody. I don't have much confidence in it, but it's certainly is a good matchup <laughs> was he was he pissed drunk or uh it was it was it a great it was a great night had by all oh yeah no <laughs> he unfortunately Corey parson was the one who had to to take care of him because they were sitting together in the same seats i was sitting with benny ricciardi uh, but you know we were nah, tailgating well, together is that if Corey has to take care of somebody <laughs> Corey was taking care of gabe it was it was a good time Oh, I took Gabe to the, the, it's the best guys on Sunday. It was uh, the Canadian Football League Eastern Semifinals, Toronto versus Saskatchewan. And uh, let's just say we, we lit it up. Uh, Morency lost his uh, phone and a, I don't know how you lose a phone and a hoodie, but yeah, but before we got to watch uh, the night games with uh, with Dallas and Philadelphia, uh, we, yeah, we, lo- we lost a lot of items and, and friends as well. <laughs> That's awesome. What a party. 
Uh, all right. Oh, what a party. Let's, uh, you know what? Let, let, speaking of it, let's, let's swing back to the fancy fear factor. Let, we'll do that. Uh, we'll come back to you. Gabe, you get to go first on this one. All right? And this is right up your alley. I do? I got okay. I I I a parlay for you in this one. Oh, like I like that. it. I love parlays. So, Keep talking. So, here, so here's your three choices. The first one is you have to take and bet. We'll say the $500. That sounds good. You have to bet a three-way parlay of the Colts over the Titans, the Jets over the Panthers, and the Cardinals over the Jaguars. Money line yeah. or spread? Like they got to win the game? Yes, just spread. Oh, just ooh, spread. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. They're Next. all home, at least. They're all home, at least. You they have are. to take a th- they have to take a three-way parlay that Alex Smith, Drew Brees, and Jared Goff all throw two or more touchdowns. Or mm. you get to meet your sports idol today, but your breath smells like rotten eggs. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> rotten eggs. I'm going to go with number two. I think I think we can get there. I think we can you get there can get with there? Uh, yeah. I think I think Goff can throw two against uh, what are they playing the Saints? I think Alex Smith against the Bills. They're 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 beat up and they they've lost a step. And who's my first guy? Drew Brees. That might be the most dicey one of all of them. Yeah. No. I'm in. I'm all in. All those quarterbacks. Two plus. Sign me up. Take the over. Keep climbing. But I I wouldn't uh. want to meet my sports idol with bad breath. That's that's <laughs> a problem. I used to work in radio with a guy with halitosis too. It's not cool. Ooh. Not cool at all. Ooh. Yeah, it was very not tough. Cool very tough. Frank, you going the same way? Drew Brees only has two two touchdown games in the last five I know. games he's played. Oh man. Well, I I would love to meet me some some Kobe Bryant, but oh god, the uh, the rotten eggs breath. I don't I don't think I want to meet him on on those terms. So I, I'll I'll go with but Cam. It'd be your only chance to meet Kobe Bryant in person. It's true. You're making me rethink it. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the two touchdowns still. I'm going with Cam. I agree. We can get there. That? We can do it. Because that parlay, there's no chance all three of those dogs cover. No way. <laughs> Somebody's sure not covering that? that game. Hey, I, actually, It is you know football. I, it is football, but I think, actually, you know what the crazy thing is, Frank? I think the Jets actually, what are they, plus five against Carolina? I think they're gonna be, that game's going to be closer than people think. The Jets are going to show up for you, buddy. I can yeah. feel it. I mean, coming off the bye, too, you know, they should have a good game plan for it. And they've, they've been quite competitive in every game this year. I will say that about them. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think they win the game, though. No, yeah. No, Jets are plus cover, five. Uh, Air, the Cardinals are five and a half. Yep. And then what was the last one? I'm trying to find it. Oh, it was the Titans and the Colts. Colts are plus Colts. three and a half, I think. Three, yeah. three and a half. Oh, now they're down to th- actually down to three now, too. Ooh, so. actually kind of yeah, – that's going to be a great game. Uh, the overs to play in that. I think we're going to have, like, a lot of fa- – like the Detroit-Minnesota uh, game, guys. If we're looking for Sunday's game with fantasy fireworks with Hilton and everybody else, I, I-, I could see that game being, like, 35-31. I know you guys are thinking the same thing. That's going to be the fantasy bonanza game right there, Tennessee and Indy. I, I actually agree with you on that one. All right, last thing before we hit the break. Frank, can you name a song inside the top 20 Christmas songs of all time? Uh, Christmas in Hollis? No, it's not. What? <laughs> Such a gangster answer. That's a great song. It's one of my favorites. Christmas in Hollis. It could be one of your favorites, but you got to think about the public, man. It's not one of the top 20 of all time. Well, the public is messing up. Uh, Cam, can you guess what? I'll, I'll go with Silent Night. Not inside the top 20 either. What's wrong with you guys? What the hell, man? That was brew. I, I could have I could have thrown something fun. That was stupid. Not in the top that 20. That was that was a, wow. that was a, No, that's not even I'm looking right now. It's, t- it's 42. People don't want to be bored. Yeah, people don't want to yeah, be bored. Yeah, good point. Like, Frank, yeah, you got another guess? 
It's a party killer. How about the Jingle Bell Rock? Yeah. Jingle Bell sweet. Rock. There you go. Uh, is number four. Nice. Oh, good call. Good call. Nice. Gabe? Or Gabe? <laughs> Cam? Wow. I know. I'll tell you guys something. Christmas sucks. <laughs> I hate it. Now, the only thing that's worse than that, God, that Christmas is Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for nothing. The NFL sucks. What a bunch of crap. <laughs> you tell them, Gabe. I'm- that might be the best <laughs> impression. Listen, I've ever Cam, heard I got some problems. I lost my phone, man. You got to You got to help me. Oh my God, we're going help to break here. Help we're a brother back. out. Help a brother. It's, it's Jake, Frank, Gabe, and Cam on the Fantasy Football <laughs> Frenzy. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore. But I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Jake Seeley, Frank Sample, Cam Stewart. Get you ready for Black Friday football weekend, week 12 of fantasy football season. Trying to touch on every single game to get you guys ready. By the way, something you guys also need to do for us. Go to rotoexperts.com front slash DKMS. When you're there, you're going to find out about our fight along with DKMS to stop blood cancer. It's a great cause. It's a terrible disease. All the details are there. It's rotoexperts.com front slash DKMS. You find out how easy it is to become a donor, get your cheeks swabbed. We've had people on this very network come on and give their stories. People who have been cancer-free for five years, saving lives. So check it out, rotoexperts.com, front slash DKMS, and scroll to the bottom when you're all done finding out about it. And you can see there's a free weekly DFS contest. All 16 winners from the 16 contest are put into a week 17 and the winner of that is headed to Super Bowl 52. So you're going to want to check that out and get involved for sure. All right, back to the rapid fire-ish preview of the week 12 games. Frank, Chiefs, back to this matchup we're talking about here. Is this the game, this is the perfect setup for the bounce back big. Tyreek Hill, Alex Smith, Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey, although he did have the yards with no touchdowns against the Giants last week. Yeah, fire them all up. I'm in, uh, especially Kareem Hunt. This has to be the one here. We've seen a, a direct correlation that ever since the Bills traded away Marcel Darius, their their run defense has just gone downhill. So not only do I want the 100 yards from scrimmage from Kareem Hunt, we got to get this guy back in the end zone. I think it happens this week. Cam, what happens if Kareem yeah. Hunt doesn't bounce back big against this, this Buffalo Bills defense? Yeah, fantasy owners are going to be pissed, including uh, my, my, myself. I have them in one league, and, uh, yeah, it's nice to get the production there, J- uh, Jake, but we need touchdowns to back it up, and that's why he was a monster earlier on in the season. But he, he's a guy you, you have to keep on rolling him out there because I think Kansas City eventually is going to get their act together. Great, great remedy, the Buffalo Bills. We saw what the Saints did to him. The Chargers game was an absolute embarrassment. and It's kind of like it's one of those games that you look at the total of 46, I think Buffalo is going to be angry with Tyrod Taylor and get 
get some early, and I can expect the Chiefs after that brutal performance against the Giants to come back. I'm with you guys. I'm both of you. I'm, I'm all in. So, uh, yeah, I think Hunt's going to have a monster game. I, I, I'm actually thinking maybe two touchdowns and over 100. Ooh, I would love to see that. I have him on a couple Wouldn't of it, though? It'd be great. And Kelsey, Kelsey's going to have a big one, big one too. I think everybody on Kansas City, it's going to be a very, very happy, happy Sunday night for Kansas City Chief Fantasy Happy, owners. happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy. Yep. So, Correct. Right, let's, yeah, you know what? I want you to predict something else for me then, speaking of running backs. Tell me what's going to happen with the Dolphins running backs, please. Uh, can I can, can I murder like what do we have running backs in Miami? This is a horrible situation. But uh, when you break it down, Jake, I'm thinking I, I, Damian Williams. I think is the guy. If if you're in that situation, the ten carries for 17 against the Bucks. He got 24 yards receiving. Kenyon Drake. What, what do you have? Four yards on seven rushes. That's absolutely pathetic. I think Williams is going to get more touches than him. And the beautiful thing about this game is the Dolphins look ugly on paper, but this is this game has garbage time written all over it. And you know. New England maybe they're up you know 31 to 3 and the Dolphins at the end with uh, Moops aka Matt Moore uh, can do, do a little dinking and dunking so I guess Eileen Williams over Drake I don't know where you guys go yeah, I have Williams yeah, over Drake just based on the workload that we've seen. We have to go with what we know. I mean, last week I tried to project moving forward. I thought that they would get Drake more involved. Uh, and I said this on the BFFs, and I'll stick with it. That first run of the game that Damian Williams had, that super long run, it was like 69 yards or something like that. It's not like he did anything crazy. I mean, the offensive line opened that hole up for him, and I, I truly believe that. If Kenyon Drake is in on that play, he takes it to the house, and, you know, we're not even talking about this. But for whatever reason, I mean, the Dolphins averaging a league low in points – don't want to give the better running back uh, the majority of the touches in Kenyon Drake. I know he was a disappointment last week, uh, but I, I'm, I still think that he you should be. Drake? I still think that he should be the guy. If I'm starting one for fantasy, I have to go with what I've seen, and I think it will be Damian Williams. But you brought up a good point about garbage time. If, it's, if, if they're losing by, you know, 20-plus points or something, maybe they're just giving it to Drake. But for now, I still have Damian Williams ranked higher. Yeah, I think it's just we can argue all you want. Similar to the Jets, it's, it's your team. So I want to jump down to that one real quick, Frank. I'll yep. stick with you. Is you know if and he's not this week. It doesn't look like Frank or, or Frank or Matt Forte might as well be the same running back. Isn't playing, but when Matt Forte is healthy, it's like we're going to use Matt Forte. We're going to use Matt Forte. We don't care what you think. We're using Matt Forte. It's similar to that. Is despite the fact we all, I said this to Corey earlier this week. If you just took somebody who barely watched football, was just a casual fan at best, and you said, hey, watch this Dolphins game, they would say, Kenyon Drake, hey, that running back is better than the other one. It doesn't take a lot to notice that, but for whatever reason, they keep wanting to go Damian Williams. So similar to that, now we have no Matt Forte with the Jets. It's the same thing as like Bilal Powell, but they keep wanting to go to Elijah McGuire now. So we can argue for all we want, no matter what, but the usage, when the usage is there, we have to go with what's in front of us. And I think for the Jets, we're looking at a timeshare right down the middle with Powell and McGuire this week, are we not? Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I don't know what happened in the offseason to make the Jets think that Bilal Powell just can't catch the ball out of the backfield anymore, but they're just not using him in that regard. I mean, he's been a huge letdown for PPR purposes this year. We've seen games where Matt Forte has huge PPR games. We saw even in that game against the Tampa Bay Bucks when, when Forte was out, we thought it was going to be a big Powell day. They, end up, they ended up using Elijah McGuire more. To be honest, I don't like either of those guys much because the Panthers have been very, very potent up front, especially against running backs. Uh, so I don't like either, but I do think Elijah McGuire for down the stretch is a sneaky ad right now. All right. Wait, you know what? We're going to do another one. I got another fancy fear factor for you. All right, Cam, you get to go up first again for this one. Okay. Here we go. There's some bets involved with this one as well. And food again, because this is always fun. All right. 
You have to take New England to cover the 16-and-a-half-point spread. That's an enormous spread. It is. You have, and I'm using this one specifically because you have to take Damian Williams to have more yards than Deion Lewis or your third choice is your only option for dinner all next week is uncooked DiGiorno pizza. Yeah, I, I, I tell you guys, I do some uh, work up here for a Canadian pizza company called Pizzaville. Uh, the, the, the DiGiorno, we have, uh, is it delivery, DiGiorno, and we have Delicio. So in the States, it's DiGiorno. <laughs> here it's Delicio. But I'm not really down with frozen pizza. It's something they haven't perfected. So I'm going to go with number one, even though I'm a dog player. <laughs> I think the Patriots might win that game by uh, 27 points. I don't trust uh, Moops and the Dolphins, uh, even in backdoor time, to, to cover. So I'll, I'll go with the spread, and you guys can eat the raw pizza <laughs> frank yeah i actually would go with the spread as well i mean the patriots playing at home the dolphins are abysmal right now uh and because they're so bad i think Deion lewis has a big game so i don't have any confidence in, in damian williams i know it's crazy yeah. crazy line but we were talking about that early too uh you remember this cam what was it, a couple of years ago it was the browns it was like 19 and everybody's like oh there's no way and then they got the oh. doors blown off of them Yep, there's a way. There always is a way. With New England, that, that's the thing about the spread. And I always look to take a pooch in those situations. But Tom Brady in that off, like literally it could be 21 nothing, like seven minutes into the game. Uh, Matt Moore, a couple mistakes, and boom, it doesn't even matter. They might not even have a chance to backdoor the cover. So, yeah, I, I, I got to think it's a big number for a reason. And uh, the Patriots uh, probably roll these guys up. All right. Last one. I was going to save it for the next segment, but this is the last one, so let's get out of here. And, Frank, you'll appreciate this because, as Nando always does, I have to include poop somewhere if I'm doing fancy fear factor. <laughs> of course. You can't do it without that. So here's your three choices, Frank. You have to take the Bears to beat the Eagles outright. You have to take Kenyon Barner to lead the Eagles' backfield in fantasy points. Or when you poop today, you only get three squares of toilet paper to wipe. Oh, oh no! <laughs> number number three is off the table. I'm not messing around. I, I like that. I'm, I'm, Frank, I'm telling you to take number three. I literally like. I've eaten so much cheese. It's just like you know, like a ball. Like a, you don't even need to wipe, buddy. I don't need three. I can do it with one. So God. that's my. Uh, sorry, 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 Frank. You're on the clock. Yeah, I know my bowel movements are very, very, very unhealthy. You have some too you, solid. You have like the. You have those like phantom poops where you go to wipe and like nothing comes there. You're like, wait, yeah, I just, just yeah, no, just kind of, like like it's not a pleasurable experience. That's the problem. When I go to the bathroom, <laughs> you're supposed to feel relieved. All I feel is pain. See, <laughs> uh, Jake, what was what was the second one again? <laughs> yeah, was it Barner? Yeah, you have to take yeah. Barner to lead the Eagles' backfield in fantasy points. Oh God, man, I, I guess. Yeah. I guess we'll take the Bears, man. We're talking about crazy stuff happening in the NFL, and I know they they play better on uh, at home than they do on the road. But I'm I'm not like Cam. I'm not going with the three pieces of, of toilet paper, even for five hundred dollars. Wait, well, if there's money involved, then you know, then you got to change yeah. up the tune. That's but... what t- that's what take the Bears is. There's all these have been like bets on, on top Frank, of things. God, three ply, three ply times three. It's like <laughs> nine. It's not three. It's it's the the good stuff, the Sherman, the Cottonelle, not the not the Walgreens brand. Give me the Bears, baby. This. Yeah, the Bears. Yeah, I like it. I wish I could pull off these phantom poops that we got going on over here. <laughs> Uh, did you, have you guys ever seen that poster? That's like one of those college posters with the different types of S, and it's like the Phantom One, the Explosive, the yeah, we've done we've done them all, Jake. Anything on that? It's kind of like the doctor's eye like chart. Out. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just all, exactly. all, all of the all of the above. And right now I'm on uh, cheesy mode, so don't need too much paper. <laughs> I think we're gonna be okay, fellas. We're gonna be all right. Uh, happy Happy Thanksgiving! And I hope you guys are having a wicked time. You guys, uh, after this, do you get the rest of the day off, or what? What, what are the plans? Frank's got one more hour to go. Yeah, I got oh, one more, and then I'm done. Now. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wicked, wicked. I got to come down yeah. to New York City. Marenzi made the trip. I think I'm due for uh, for a trip out of here. That'd be nice. Just give everybody. Apparently, just give everybody a warning before you go to the bathroom with all your cheese, though. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Good point. Good point. Maybe we can go down to the track. We can go down to Belmont or Aqueduct. I really like ponies. So uh, anyway, we'll make a trip of it. <laughs> there you go. You you, you in, Frank? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm done. I've, I've only done horse racing, I think, once, and I had Tony Sincata around here. He was trying to teach me, but it was, it was a grand old time. Oh, it's fun. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun watching those ponies. Right? You can make a lot of money, too, if the, if the dogs come in. Very lucrative. Wow. Very lucrative. Hey, See, James Fantasy Horse do. Racing. We could do some There rankings. we go. Uh, yeah, get me excited. We'll <laughs> try to make some money. All right, we're going to hit the final exactly. segment coming up next. Wrap up the fantasy football frenzy for today. It's Jake Frick and Cam. Followers of his fantasy advice, he is known as the king. To the fantasy sports industry, he is a respected colleague and a friend. And as a representative of the FSWA Hall of Fame, it's his royal responsibility to share his stories of fantasy sports glory with the world. On the Fantasy Hall of Fame Hour, Scott the King takes his throne with celebrities, athletes, and like-minded legends of the industry. Together, they share stories of how fantasy sports changed their lives and give advice to you so you can be on your way to creating your own fantasy legacy. Listen to the Fantasy Hall of Fame Hour by going to fntsy.com slash radio and listen to all of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network's award-winning programming for free in the iTunes and Google Play stores. Fantasy legends are made only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Welcome back. It's the final segment of Fantasy Football Frenzy with Jake Seeley, Frank Stanville, Cam Stewart. Don't go anywhere. Frank sticks around for the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. By joined by is Dave, Dave McConnell isn't in person, is he, Frank? No, no, no. We're gonna have him oh, Skype in. That would have been fun. definitely been fun. So it's you, Connell, and who else? Chris Ventra. Chris Ventra. I think I got to definitely tune in. I haven't seen. I don't think I've. Is, is Ventra in studios or is it still just you? You're gonna be there by yourself. Ventra is in studio, and if you like New York accents, okay. you, you're, you're gonna want to keep listening. Oh, okay, it's a very heavy one. Oh yes, it's it's about as Brooklyn <laughs> Italian as you could get. Okay, that might be interesting. That <laughs> definitely be interesting. Hey, can you guys try and name a top twenty Christmas movie of all time? Since you're so terrible at their songs. Bad Santa. Bad Santa is actually on the list. That's yeah, it's, it's, it's a classic. It's, it's number eighteen. Oh, it deserves better than that. That movie rocks. <laughs> Everything about it. How Frank? about uh, Jingle All the Way with Turbo Man? No, it is not in the top twenty. What are you, fourteen? <laughs> I love that movie. Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, you would. I'm so bad. No, Chris, our, our producer. 
Christmas Vacation isn't inside the top 20. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. That's the best Christmas movie of all time, Christmas Vacation. It's definitely top 20. It's no, it, it's not Bad Santa, but it, it, that's that, I don't know who's doing these rankings, but, man, Seeley, he's he's way off. Brutal. Yeah, yeah, Who does the rankings? Need, or are you going to, based uh, hey, on, like, how much it sells? Oh, no, no, is that what I'll, it is I'll, or I'll, by popularity? So, no, this is by Rotten Tomato scores. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> disappointed. They usually do a good job, but nah, I'm not happy with that. Very, very disappointed. <laughs> I love Chris's responses. They're so true. It's just it's the best. The best part about it, too, is they have adjusted scores. I didn't even realize. Rotten Tomatoes has adjusted scores now, and the adjusted score for It's a Wonderful Life is 104.5. If you have any adjusted score that goes over 100, you might want to fix your adjusted score. I'm going to tell you guys, that is the most overrated movie, perhaps of all time. It's a wonderful uh, life. I don't disagree with you. There there is part of that movie where I am cringing. Like, I'm just like, (laughs) it's just me and my uncle. It's one of those things. He's like, like, we're going to watch that movie. Like, he hates that movie more than me. Like, it's off. It's on the banned list. Like, I can't do it. I like Jimmy Stewart and all, but come on. No, no, I don't disagree, but I think we, I don't know, we might. This is the question I wanted to ask you guys as we wrap up the show for today. The Christmas Top 20 includes some movies where I think this is the argument people get into every single year. So here's some of the movies that are in the list. Batman Returns, Gremlins, Trading Places, and Die Hard. Are those Christmas stories just because they happened on Christmas? Because I always say no. It's not a Christmas-themed movie. It's a movie that just happened to fall on the day of Christmas. Out of all those other ones, I get Gremlin, Gremlins. Are you kidding me? Die Hard at least is a little bit closer than the other ones. Man, you, these, these, you said it. This guy, who's writing this crap? Who's, who's <laughs> making these lists? Like that's it's nuts. not a Christmas. That's not a Christmas theme. It just falls no, on Christmas. Exactly. Frank, right? Are you, or Frank, are you one of the people who says that Die Hard's a Christmas movie? Uh, I don't feel passionate either way, but I, I could see why people want it to be, especially Gremlins. I mean, there are a lot of Christmas elements to that movie. Come on now. Well, that's what Chris is trying to say. Chris is saying because Gizmo was a what? Christmas present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring, he brings up good points there. Yeah, he was. A uh, it's still not a Christmas theme. The theme of the movie isn't Christmas. Batman Returns the the seems movie. like a seems like a reach. No, no. Yeah, that's, that's a huge reach. <laughs> that sucks. Like Batman. Is, no, no. There's nothing. No, that the, you're wait, right. Gremlins the, at least has it. Like he, he There's elements there. No, no. Batman again, Returns. There's not. Boo. Well, what's the theme of Gremlins? You spill some water on your little cuddly thing, and it grows monsters <laughs> to attack everybody. What does that have to do with freaking Christmas? If it was on Thanksgiving, it would be a Thanksgiving movie. Yes, it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it yeah, this is same thing with Die Hard, and I I have had arguments ad nauseum about the whole Die Hard thing. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. Go argue with you guys yourselves about that for you people who think this is Christmas movies. Stay tuned. Best friends forever. Up next, we had good times with Cam. Thanks for joining us. Don't go anywhere. Thanks, guys.